So let me ask you about this. So I just recently heard about Filmstruck closing down, and I had a passing familiarity with the name of that that uh, yep. institution. Institution? Uh, yeah. Website? Yeah. People, yeah, a website. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's like an app or whatever. Yeah. I had heard of it before, but I've never used it or really looked into either. it. But yeah. um, is that something that you had planned on using in the future or whatever? Because you know, it's shutting know. down. They're taking it away. Because <laughs> you won't be able to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've heard a lot of uh, high-profile people like Edgar Edgar Wright and uh, Guillermo del Toro have come out and supported Filmstruck and saying that they should like keep it around or whatever. But um, I never had used it. Um, it seemed like mm -hmm. it had a lot of like classic movies and a lot of like really well-known movies. It's kind of like the... Have you ever heard, of, ever heard of like the Criterion edition of movies? Like Criterion Collection or whatever? Yeah, um, yeah, I've heard Kevin you know? Smith talk about it before, yeah. They, they've always, like, curated movies, I guess, is how it's supposed to be, but it's supposed to be, like, the highest quality and whatever, and then streaming, this is kind of, like, to offer the people of the world, of the world you know, those that opportunity to watch these movies that aren't going to show up on other streaming platforms, but I had never used it, so I'm not that heartbroken about it. it. The idea of it sounded nice, and I don't want it to go away, but obviously, mm -hmm. like, not enough people were using it to keep it around, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that strong of feelings about this one, but... Yeah. I know that... Uh... You know, from watching Nosferatu last time, hmm. I had kind of gotten in the mood to see some like older movies and see what yeah, okay. what I can get out of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the movies that I saw on a list on Slash Film that are like the best ones to watch before it goes away or whatever oh, yeah. was Seven Samurai. Uh -huh. And uh, I wanted to watch that, but it's just like, as of this moment, it's not possible to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. there's things like I, I definitely I don't know. We've talked about this in the past, like, and we'll talk about it in the future with some some more streaming uh, service news later on. But um, I don't know, you know, what the future holds for it. But it's it's slowly becoming cable again, where you're gonna have to pay for yeah. like all these different services. But like essentially, like I don't mind paying the money. I just want the convenience. I'm just like all you companies just figure this shit out and make it easier for us. So like, you know, like Apple TV has like their TV app that combines like a bunch of different apps, like all the video and TV shows will kind of go into one place. So it's like you can continue mm -hmm. watching, but technically you're using like Netflix and HBO and all this stuff. I like that kind of version where at least like I might pay for different services, but they all go into one thing, but I don't want yeah, to help paying. you keep, keep track of what you're watching yeah. as you're watching um, it. Yeah. And just have like an easier platform for the user, right. you know, the end user. Um, but with Filmstruck and stuff, it's like, yeah, I think that's cool. I want those movies to be available, but do I want like yet another service that I would have to pay for that people would have yeah. to pay for? Like it sucks that those have gone away and it has to be like, another thing, but eventually like you'd be paying like a hundred dollars a month just to buy all the streaming services or whatever, you know, like, <laughs> right. yeah. And so it's just cable again, like literally. So I don't know, like this one, I, I definitely think it's a, a bad thing. It's going away, but I also like, I don't have enough money to spread around all these different services. So. Right. Right. I was reading an article about it this morning and evidently before it was part of Filmstruck, those criterion movies, mm. I don't know if all of them, but a majority of them were part of Hulu. Oh, okay. And I had Hulu back then. And I remember coming across the Criterion Collection, mm. and I was scrolling through there, and I was like, I don't know what these movies are. I, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess I'll just watch Community again. That's funny, so, yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I don't know, like, I like classic films. I don't watch a whole mm -hmm. lot anymore, but, uh, over, you know, like you said, like, you watch one, and you're like, man, I'm kind of getting the Hankin... Hankin? Mm -hmm. Hankery? Hankin? Hankin? There's, there's something okay. there. Steven's over there hanking off. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't want to go there. Uh, but, yeah, I, uh, sometimes I, I'll, I'll want to watch some, but I don't necessarily... It's simply like... You said you used to have Hulu. I go back and forth. I've had Hulu like nine times because I cancel mm -hmm. it all the time and then get it back again when I need it. 
for some show. So maybe I would do that with, you know, Filmstruck, but it never came up that I needed it. So mm -hmm. in that same article I read this morning, it said that it, it like listed, <laughs> it said, here are some options for it to go to. And then it essentially just ran through all of the streaming platforms and like, oh, yeah. <laughs> here's what That's it could cool. do over there. It's like, it's not really predictive so much uh -huh. as like, here's what it would be like if it went to Amazon or whatever, which I think it would be cool if it went to Amazon because, mm. you know, you've got the Prime Video yep. already and they've got so many movies and whatnot. Might as well just add it on there. I mean, you know? Amazon's taking over the world, so. Yeah. I saw something the other day, by the way, on on them because, you know, they bought Whole Foods and someone was oh, like, yeah. I, I think, I think that at the point in time in our history that the people that supply your bread also supply your movies your digital movies and everything else you buy, I think we need to talk about some like regulation or like making sure that everything's like on the up and up. Like it's going to get worse. What if they changed it from the United States of America to the United States of Amazon? I mean, the initials would be yep. the same. Oh yeah. Totally. We're still pledging allegiance in the form of $99 annually. <laughs> to be a part of the country, you just pay the $99 annual fee. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. That would uh, that would change immigration for sure. People have said mm -hmm. that's a really hard issue to get past, but I think you just corrected. Here, prime immigration. <laughs> prime immigration. <laughs> yes, do it. That's perfect. I think that Jeff Bezos would go for that too. Yeah. Um, solve solving the world's problems, I guess. Mm -hmm. One ninety nine dollar membership at a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to do the thing that like he's like, but it's included. It's not like an extra fee. You pay ninety nine dollars. Amazon immigration is included. <laughs> you also, as you immigrate to America, you get movies, you get music, you know, <laughs> you get free shipping. Yeah. Do you have an address yet? No. But when you do, we'll ship packages there for free. That yes. Sounds like a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I'm in support of this policy, policy change. Mm -hmm. Bernie would go for it, right? I think so. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, for Filmstruck, I don't know. Uh, it seems like it's getting some pretty high high profile people that are uh, trying to save it. Um, as I had mentioned, like Guillermo de Toro and everything. So we'll see what happens with that one. But Barbara Streisand. What was she one of them? Mm-hmm. Interesting. She was. She ah, got the right. new album out. You know, she got to oh. promote it. Right on. I didn't. What are that. all the kids complaining about? Uh, do you follow Barbara Streisand? Is that why you knew she had a new album out? No, it was in the article I read this morning. Brent, I was like, wow. Brent. Yeah. This, this is a friendly place. You can tell us. Let me go ahead and show you my full back tattoo. <laughs> that was a good zipper. That was a real zipper, guys. That mm -hmm. was not a sound effect. Uh, not a fake zipper like on Chippendale's oh. Rescue Rangers. Oh, this is a real one. I like the fact that, uh, it could possibly, like, you're saying that it'd be bad. It's bad that it was fake, but it should have been real on a cartoon TV show. Absolutely. Everybody <laughs> wants an anthropomorphic fly <laughs> jutting around, flying about, pun intended. Yeah, absolutely. Not a good pun. Uh, just, that was, that was a, a good show, word. by the way, though. Hell yeah. I love that show. Uh, Co-created by the creator of Darkwing Duck, Mr. Uh -oh. Tad Stones. Well, sorry, I, I that kind of cut out there. What was that, Ted Jones? Oh my God, Stephen! What? Tad Stones. Tad, Tad Stones. Uh huh. It re it really it just like blips for a second on the video, and it was like first Tones. Oh and my God! I was like, God. I got it. So, Chad. Oh my Rhodes. God! 
Tad. Stones. Stephen, if you ever run for office... <laughs> I won't. This is going to backfire on you. <laughs> this one clip. Mm-hmm. What was his name again? <laughs> Tad Stones. Tad Stones. Yeah. Hopefully I will never forget that, but I will by the end of this episode. Hashtag um, never forget. <laughs> Moment of silence. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, I never realized that. I don't. Um, you seem to have a lot more info about cartoons and stuff like that we grew up with. I never really paid attention. I just kind of watched them, and I've never really looked back and seen like what were these like connected? Who did voices that I never knew? Like you're really into to voice actors and stuff, mm-hmm. and knowing who does what. Um, but I, I would like I've never like gone back and made the connection of like oh my god that's like the same person. Uh, like oh, you, you never I, connected we, that Drake Mallard, aka Darkwing Duck, was voiced by Jim Cummings, who also voiced. Uh-oh. Monterey Jack on Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Oh, man. You never connected nice those? I never did. This show is over. <laughs> I feel like I know the name Jim Cummings, though. Is that is that so, is he an actor outside of that? Outside He's a voice like, actor. He uh, does the voice of Winnie the Pooh currently. Uh, he was in that Christopher Robin movie, okay. which is one of the reasons I wanted to uh, see it. Haven't yet, mm, uh-huh, but plan uh-huh. to. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, he's got a sick mustache, man. Hell yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, they got all kinds of characters in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, Tasmanian Devil. Yep. Uh, so Scar, probably from the TV show. Wait, like what? The Lion King. So it shows Scar from The Lion King. Probably like <laughs> yes, the TV yeah. Show. Mm-hmm. Darkwing Duck. And then, I mean, yeah. what, what more needs to be said? That's pretty good, man. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good people on there. Yep. Uh, so this is Brent's um, last episode. He is uh, going to become a voice actor historian. Um, he found uh, a place uh, in LA that Amazon Immigration is going to help him get to, <laughs> and uh, it's not a house, but it is on the beach. Uh-huh. It, it's the beach. It's a it's tower a, yeah. on the beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brandon's going to start writing a book. I I hear that Domino is going to start delivering out in oh. random spots in the world. So mm-hmm. yeah, come check me out. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you about cartoons. My my blanket moves around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds good. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Uh, immigrating to another state, that's how it's going to be from now on. You don't just move to another state. You have to immigrate to another state. Yep. Uh, according rights, to man. the uh, rights. our Lord and Savior, uh, Jeff Bezos. Um, oh. Car- he replaced Carl? And was on well, that big? Well, he's taken over, and oh. now it's state-run uh, religion. Oh, so, damn. yeah. It's called Amazonian? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Well, I guess I'm converted. <laughs> I'm not giving up my membership. That thing's awesome. <laughs> I need my, my prime shipping. <laughs> well, Brent. Hello. What do you say? I, I ruined it. I said your name already. But what do you say we're doing it, Brent? Let's do it, Stephen. All right. Our names are out of the way, so that's easy. And uh, welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Uh, today, we're just going to do a little uh, pop culture catch-up. Again. I mean, it's what we do most of the time now. I feel like mm-hmm. that's the main format of our show we, we keep going back to. Uh, but, you know, sometimes we have a lot of stuff we weren't able to talk about we want to talk about, so. Hey, speaking of our names, mm. I should start greeting you with good Stevening. Uh, yep. <laughs> Is there a Brent version of that that I should uh, also apply? Hmm. No. Mm, okay. <laughs> so you'll just be Brent. <laughs> yeah. I'll just it's say just a Brent. greeting, you know. I'll say hi, Brent, mm-hmm. and you say... Look, afterward, so I would be like, and after the fact, like as we're, we're parting, I would greet uh-huh. you with good Stevening, and then if you had a good time during our interaction as we were parting ways, you were you would say, 
oh, that I was very Brentertained. And then you, we move there on. There we go. That fits. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so this is ending the show today? Um, just ending our lives. <laughs> right <now>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. Uh, again, I will probably forget about that by the end of the episode. So, sure. Uh, you go ahead and say that. I'll try to remember to, to answer my, my call and response thing back. So. Mm. Don't bother. I think we right, cool. I think we milked out of it what we could. <laughs> people really love it so far. Yeah. So. If you listen uh, carefully, you can hear the sounds of people <laughs> switching to the next podcast in their in their feed. What's that? Less followers. Cool. All of them dropped away. Okay. Cool. 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 Are we uh, in the negatives? <laughs> Damn it. How does that even happen? Uh yeah, it happens. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so we're going to talk about some random stuff today, and uh, it'd be good. Um, we'll keep it a, a tight 245, uh, two hours and 45 minutes. And uh, Yeah, we're going to do a short one. Absolutely. The, the shortest episode yet. So Brent, uh, did you want to start us off today with some, with some stuff? Uh, yeah, so, <clears throat> excuse me. I was thinking about, again, speaking of cartoons... Um, I was thinking about how, you know, people always say, how come Pluto in the Mickey Mouse cartoons is an actual dog, Mm. but Goofy is also a dog. Uh He uh he walks upright. He can speak. Yeah. He can interact on a different level with Mickey. I'm not saying that he's a genius. Uh I'm just saying there's, is it like a classism type thing? Like it's it's weird, right? Uh Yeah. Yeah. But I was thinking about it, and I think I cracked the code. And I think the proper answer is, oh, shit. Mm, what? Steven. Uh-huh. I believe it's time for a pop culture quiz. What? <laughs> so this time, I've got five questions, mm-hmm. and they are all music-related. Oh, okay. This will be tough. Yes. You're going to sing them? Yes. Okay. First question, what is music? What? That's my question? Oh, shit, this test is hard. I, you're like, for the next hour, Steven has got to read off a 2,000-word essay on what is music. <laughs> but no repeated words. No repeated words. Uh, not, nothing at all? Nope. Like the? A, the, and, shit. none of that shit. You got <laughs> you to gotta place those properly. In your essay. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I, it's like in PG-13 movies when they have like, where are we going to put our one fuck we can use? Mm-hmm. It's like, where can I put my one the? Where's yeah. it going to make the most impact? You know? And since this is going to be audio, I don't want even I don't even want any homophones. So if oh, you're shit. saying there, you yeah. can only use it once. Once? Whether fuck. it's the there, there, or there version. All right. Mm-hmm. It's going to, well, I got to write this thing first. So do you want to take a break? <laughs> nope. Shit. <laughs> Live? <laughs> yep. <laughs> like Bill O'Reilly said. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> okay, so here's the, the real first question. Now, this one is not multiple choice, but I just want to see if you can, uh, can answer. So, question one. Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Kurt Cobain, and Amy Winehouse are all part of the 27 Club. What is the 27 Club? People who died at 27. That is correct. Okay, cool. I feel good about myself. Nailed it. Okay. 
Thank you. See, that was one of the questions where I was writing and was like, even if you don't know, that's uh-huh. just such yeah. an interesting answer that that would almost have to be the answer, you know? Sure, yeah. So, you know. Uh, I couldn't remember what it was called at first, but I feel like I could have sussed that out, the 27 Club. But I thought that's where you were going at first. And I was like, oh, I got this question. And then you kept going and you kept saying stuff I thought was going to be my answer. And I was like, he keeps going. I'm going to lose this question. But then it ended up all right. And I was like, yeah, they all did. I know that. Mm -hmm. What if I didn't do research well enough and I just added some, like, alive people in there? (laughs) Just like (laughs) Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande. from Saved by the Bell. All people who are on their way to being 27. (laughs) Wait, what? That doesn't, what? I think that's right. Yeah, that's right. They were 27 once, maybe. Wait, wait. It's just now catching up to, to me what you said. Did you say Screech? Yeah. <laughs> Dustin Diamond. Dustin uh-huh. Diamond. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So question two, also not multiple choice, but okay. I just want to see if you can answer this. And this one is about albums. Okay. Albums, okay? So what do The Blueprint by Jay-Z, God Hates Us All by Slayer, Silver Side Up by Nickelback, and the glitter soundtrack by Mariah Carey <laughs> all have in common. Uh, that's very open-ended. Mm-hmm. Can you repeat the albums? I like to get yes. all that, you know, titles. Yeah, and absolutely. And I know they all sound like they're all the same genre. Yeah, that's but the thing. But let's just listen again. There's a lot of answers already that are yeah, all right. That's the thing. <laughs> all right, so uh, Jay-Z's The Blueprint. Okay. Slayer's. God Hates Us All, Nickelback's Silver Side Up, and Mariah Carey's Glitter soundtrack. These are all albums, uh-huh. and they all have music on them, but outside okay. of those, those factors. <laughs> and the fact that they're all performed by musicians, Sure. Uh, what do they all have in common? Is there like a, the same s- song on all of them that like Slayer covered and Mariah Carey also <laughs> covered? <laughs> Because I want to hear that song, <laughs> the Pledge of Allegiance. That is correct. Okay, no. cool. No, yeah. <laughs> nope. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I have another guess. Okay, I think that's my official guess. That's your official Gantz. Yeah, Gantz. Same, that's your official same, Gantz. Same song every every album. Stephen, that is incorrect. Uh, the correct answer is that all of those albums were released on September eleventh, two thousand one. What? Yep. Oh my god. Yep. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> surprising wow the glitter soundtrack yeah that is so funny i didn't realize that was like that that's the that only era, reason but... why that movie failed that's the only reason oh yeah mm-hmm. yep. never forget yeah <laughs> you know there were some um leading up to the release of the slayer album uh-huh. slayer had these promotional like t-shirts that were released that said god hates us all 9 11 2001 oh my god <laughs> yeah. that is and so, so crazy. Um, yeah, uh, those were not allowed to uh, be worn in schools after that. Wow, that is, <laughs> I can't believe that they like, exist in the world now, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like at the time, it's like so innocuous, it's like whatever, like somebody is going to take offense to that obviously anytime, mm-hmm. but uh, that's just so weird because it like, the, the whatever happens changes everything for everybody from yep. then on, but it's like people were living their lives and releasing albums and releasing movies that day or whatever, like mm-hmm. I know that um, like Lilo and Stitch was changed. Because the it ended with like a plane. Because it had the twin towers in it. It had like a, a a jumbo jet or whatever, like a plane going through buildings in like downtown Honolulu. Holy there's, shit! There's footage on YouTube of it, of like uh, at least like uh, early drawings and stuff of it, uh, not finished. Yeah. They instead used those same like frames, and then I guess just kind of um, utilize the same kind of like 
um, structure of the animation, but they painted over it. So instead of like an airliner, it's like a, an alien ship. And instead of the cockpit of the airliner, it's like a cockpit of an alien ship. So it's weird. Like they, they have a side-by-side on YouTube and you can see the same like footage side-by-side -side of them doing it. But essentially they yeah. had to change it because of 9-11. I think it was coming out like later that year or something. So they had to do it pretty quickly. I don't know what it actually, yeah. like how long it delayed it. But uh, but yeah, it was. it's weird like how many pop culture things that that like that one event changes when people were like just going about their lives doing yeah. all these things you know millions and billions of people and then it it now you can't wear that t-shirt ever again you know like <laughs> now you can't <laughs> they can't show the original ending of an animated movie they were filming you know at the time so it's, it's interesting how it changes stuff but well the twin towers were in the that original spider-man mm -hmm. teaser from back in the day the sam yeah. raimi one and then they just took that if, whole thing out, I think, because it happened like during that or something. I think it's not in the movie, right? No, I, I don't think it was planned to be in the movie. I okay. could be wrong, just but like I think it was thing. just like, yeah, just a yeah. just a teaser. Yeah, but um, yeah, but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, like that was a huge part of the skyline, obviously. So Spider Man mm -hmm. going through Manhattan. Yeah, he's gonna pa pass those. You know, that's gonna right. be a part of it. So <laughs> yeah, interesting. Especially when you watch old episodes of Friends and you see the Twin Towers. Oh, I in know. It. It's so yeah, weird. Like, Ooh. Yeah, and then always... all of a sudden they they stop showing that in there uh -huh. for uh, like cityscapes or whatever. Yeah, it, mm -hmm. but they don't talk about it. Yeah, I, it's, it's weird, so right? strange that they don't have like a special yeah. episode of, of Friends been, or whatever. I've been we've been watching a few things like the West Wing. You know, was was out during that. They came out like in '99 or 2000, so it was like right there. And uh, they had an episode we were watching. We were watching the West Wing a few months ago, and we just got to an episode. That was one of those, like, everybody's confined to, like, one room, you know, like, they do a TV show to, like, make it cheaper, mm -hmm. like, they're, like, the one room episode. So it's, like, all these kids go to the White House, and there's a lockdown drill because of some terrorist thing, and they all get locked in, and they start having this conversation about terrorism and, like, uh, extreme extremism and all this stuff. And we were, like, this is a really weird episode. Like, it was, like, in the middle of a storyline that, it, like, mentioned nothing else, and all of a sudden the next episode just goes back to normal Look at the storyline. We are like, what was that? We looked it up. It was the episode mm -hmm. after 9-11. They don't oh. mention it because it's a whole different like dimension. Essentially, their their world is different, but they used an episode to kind of like highlight it. But it's like other shows, like why are they going to bring that up in Friends? You know, like that's a lighthearted show. You don't want to bring it up mm -hmm. at all, but it's like clearly affecting the entire world, and especially New Yorkers. You know, mm -hmm. but they a just lot like, of people don't mention it. It's weird. A lot of people don't realize it, but The West Wing actually takes place in the same dimension as Mortal Kombat, and <laughs> what? that's why there's that's why you see Baraka show up. <laughs> late in the fifth season yeah he's mm -hmm. a uh, a regular regular yeah. cast member in the yeah. sixth season but he's mm -hmm. uh yeah recurring on the fifth they're like oh shit we need to shred all these files all the secret Bra intel <laughs> baraka shows up snicked <laughs> i got it guys <laughs> What a weird addition to the West Wing, but it really worked, you know? Visionary. <laughs> yeah. You think I'd it wouldn't say. work, but it does. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then uh, Kano is the IT guy, you know, constantly <laughs> coming around. <laughs> I'm going to fix everyone's computers. <laughs> I imagine, like, every few episodes, they have, a, they, have, they have to, like, deal with a fight that happened. Like, Kano, <laughs> you can't punch people in the face. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been training for this. <laughs> somebody's running late for a meeting <laughs> and then scorpion steps out <laughs> he's like get over here they rip the mask off it's president mm -hmm. bartlett <laughs> <laughs> it's my... 
Uh, it's My- Michael Sheen. Is that his name? Michael Sheen? I think that's right. Yeah. There's a couple Sheens out there, and I get them confused mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to mess that one up. Nope, that's not right. See? That's the thing. Michael Sheen is this guy. Can you see that at all? Uh, Kind of. You know him. Anyway. Is that is that like a British guy? It's a British guy. Oh, okay. He's in... Uh, Underworld, Passengers, Tron Legacy, things like that. Uh, I'm sorry, I gotta okay. do this. I gotta know what this fuck is. <laughs> Sheen family. Charlie. Martin. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Char- it was Charlie. It was Charlie, Charlie Sheen is President mm-hmm. Marlet. Mm-hmm. Yep. With Baraka. <laughs> Mortal Kombat West Wing is gonna take off. <laughs> this is the reboot the world needs, man. Yes. I think. Yeah. Heard, a, heard it here first, folks. <laughs> They're like some subtle nods, mm-hmm. <laughs> like um, the outside. Anytime they show like the um, the rest of the United States, uh-huh. like his scenery or whatever, it's always in like burning fields uh-huh. and yeah. um, that like giant <clears throat> spire yep. that scrolls up that has all the the characters' faces on it. Uh, also, another super subtle nod again is Baraka uh, being a main <laughs> cast member in the later <laughs> half of the series. <laughs> Very subtle. Yeah, walking around with sword arms. You know, I imagine in my in my version of the totem pole thing of uh, of different faces you you go against. Um, it's Charlie Sheen as as President Bartlett. He's he's gonna have to face off against them, I, I suppose. Uh, but my my imagining is right before the end. You know, the the penultimate uh, bad baddie boss. He's got a fight. Is coked <laughs> out Charlie Sheen. Uh, the one that locks people in closets and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. so he's got to fight himself, but yeah. a different version. And I think it's really going to like Clint, it's going to be like that, uh, a huge finale, you know, uh, mm-hmm. for that season. And then we're not going to know till the next season. It's going to be a real big blockbuster. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, is Goro show. is in it. <laughs> another, another very subtle. Yep. Subtle acknowledgement. To I like it, that so, you yeah. have none of the like normal human characters. Overall combat coming in. It's all. No, the, I uh, mean, I'm. The you can't make this stuff up. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Where you, you could. No, I don't think so. No, yeah. Nope. We're not doing that right now. Nope. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> no. Hey, were we doing a music quiz? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we are all over the place today. All right. Uh, question three. Mm-hmm. So, the rest of these are multiple choice. Oh, thank God. M- making it a little bit easier for thank you. Thank you. Or at least giving you some options. Uh, I apologize. Thank Carl. Please proceed. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Bezos. <laughs> he replaced him earlier this episode, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Um, question three. In 2011, Rob Zombie directed a commercial for what product? Is it A, Folgers Coffee? B, Kleenex Tissue? C, Woolite Laundry Detergent? Or D, Dawn dish soap. Um, what? <laughs> I have no clue. You didn't hear about I'm this, thinking, huh? No, I didn't. I'm thinking Woolite because that one, that's like with a little bear, right? Is that that one? Uh, that's, that's uh, <laughs> I was going to say Charmin, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's toilet paper. That's, that's poopy uh, bears. Snuggle. Snuggle is what it is. Oh, that's a that's different that thing? Mm-hmm. It's a competing brand. Because I would love to see a Rob Zombie snuggle commercial. 
I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So what, what were the options again? Uh, I almost read the, bold, bold, <laughs> the answer yes, list for yeah. the, the next question. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, a was Folgers coffee. B is Kleenex tissue. C is Woolite laundry detergent. And D is Dawn dish soap. Well, on the off chance that it was Woolite, it wasn't what I was thinking it was. So I'm going to go with uh, Kleenex. That was my next answer that I was thinking. Is that your final answer, Stephen? It's, it's got to be. I think it's wrong, but it's got to be. Stephen, you are correct in that it is wrong. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Sadly, you don't get a point for that. I feel like that's a way to get around any test. <laughs> yeah. But if I'm, I think I might be wrong on this, so go ahead and give me a half a point if I, if I am right that I'm wrong. I'll get 50% on the test. I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> 50% is still pat, or yeah. still failing. That, hey, that's okay. I got it's halfway fine. there. It's fine by me. Yeah. I just wanted <laughs> more than zero, and that's a pass. That's a pretty yeah. good success rate if I get 50 out of it. I mean, for yeah. me? Yeah. That's great. Look at me. <laughs> I'm a mess. <laughs> Look at this, this podcast. is exhibit A. Um, so the correct answer is C, Woolite. God damn it. Laundry detergent. So you were there. Yeah. I, and, I uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. I'm upset by myself. Yes. Please proceed. Mm. I will uh, tweet this uh, this commercial out from our, our Twitter account. So oh, check out the LTASPod uh, Twitter account. But yeah, uh, yeah Woolite, of all things. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I wonder how that came about. Um, you know, I used to know, but no, I have no idea. Cool. I think he was just wanting to try something different yep. or whatever. That would know? do it. Yeah. That's surprising. Question four. Calvin Brodus Jr. is the birth name of which popular rapper? Is it A, Method Man, B, Snoop Dogg, C, Dr. Dre, or D, Jay-Z? Snoop Lion. <laughs> Judges? Yes, we will accept oh, that. Excellent, uh, excellent. It is It is B. It is, it is in fact, uh, Snoop Dogg, a.k.a. Damn Snoop straight. Lion, a.k.a. Snoop Dogg, again. Snoop. Mm-hmm. A.k.a. Just... Martha Stewart's BFF. Oh, yeah, damn straight. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, is Snoop Lion? Did that go away? Is that Sni- uh, Snoop yeah. Laser Cat? <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not a thing anymore. No, I like it is dog. not. He, he's gone back to it. Good, yeah, good, good, good. All right, cool, cool. I mean, yeah. He, yeah. He's way too high to, like, stick with any new thing. <laughs> his, his brain can't make, make new memories. Snoop, you 45. You can't change your name all of a sudden. Yeah, I can. <laughs> It's going to fuck people up. Okay. Uh, remind me what it is again. Uh, <clears throat> shit, nephew. <laughs> I don't know. Can we just call you dog again? Okay. <laughs> Fine. Um, well, Stephen, uh, looks like you are uh, two for two so far, or two for four. You've got half of them right is what I'm trying to say. Yes, two for so, four. So this is our last question. Okay. And this is going to determine whether or not... Uh, you have won this pop culture quiz. Sure. Uh, you won the previous one, the comic book quiz. Yep. Felt Astoundingly, because there's a lot of uh, deep cut knowledge on that it was. one. But uh, yeah, final question. Okay. For all the marbles oh. and some of the jacks. <laughs> question five. Before gaining mainstream success as two chains, Tahid Epps went by a different stage name. What was that name? Is it A, Lynx, B, Titty Boy, C, that's such a weird answer, it's probably B, mm-hmm. D, Stephen, the answer is B. 
Huh. <laughs> Would you like me to repeat the answers? I, give me a second. I got it. All I right. think I'm gonna okay. go with B though. I feel like I feel like you're trying to give me some hints. I would not I would not do that. And I think I I'm just gonna guess B is it. B? Yeah. Is that is that your final answer? As in bog. Bog. <laughs> B as in bog. <laughs> Snoop Boggy Bog. What's his name? Steven. B is the correct answer. Yes. You have won this pop culture quiz. Okay. Titty boy? Titty boy. But it is spelled T-I-T-Y space B-O-I. Ooh, I don't like the B-O-I. So he, he, was really, he was really fucking himself over by yeah. calling himself titty boy to begin with. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> no one's going to think that's cool. No. Uh, and second of all, misspelling both words. Yeah, so. man. Um, mm -hmm. Well, all right. Uh, I'm glad he's 2 chains then. Mm -hmm. I thought 2 chains was a weird name when I first heard that, too. But uh, it's definitely mm -hmm. a step up, I realize now. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. I think we've all learned something today. Well, that was fun, man. And yeah. I won? You won. I mean, I felt like the last one uh, was the hardest. So I really feel vindicated by the whole Oh, the, the, that last question? Yeah. So the <laughs> whole thing, I feel pretty good about. I feel like you earned it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for making the quiz, man. Those are fun. Um, someday, someday soon, but probably later, and maybe never, I will make you a quiz. <laughs> All possible <laughs> options. I don't want to box myself in, Brent. I want to leave it open, all right? So, yeah. Look, I got a lot of Halloween candy I'm still sorting through. Okay. Uh, I got a lot going on. I got a lot going on. Uh, <laughs> do you want to move on over to some, back to some comic book talk we haven't done in a while? Hell yeah. Does that sound good? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, we read issue seven of the 2018 The Avengers series, and this one is its own single issue mm. kind of side story um, for the most part. So, um, this one is jumping back to one million years BC to talk about the original ghostwriter and how that came to be. Um, this one is still written by Jason Aaron and lettered by Corey Pettit. Uh, but this time, we've got a new art team. We've got Justin Ponser doing the coloring. And we also have a special guest artist, Sarah Pacelli, with Elisabetta D'Amico. Now, Sarah Pacelli is the co-creator of Miles Morales, uh, the oh. newest Spider-Man, who will be appearing in a Spider-Man movie very soon. Stay tuned. <laughs> she was the co-creator, like, she was the artist for it? Yes, yeah. But, and then she, who was writing that one? Uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Okay, cool. Right on, yeah. that's awesome. It is. Um, so, yeah, we get to see her um, illustrate the story. And mm -hmm. for me, this just seemed like a, even though it was one issue, mm -hmm. it just seemed more of a, um, kind of more of what I wanted from the Avengers series. Okay. Like, I like that first six issues, uh -huh. but it was just very um, bombastic and, like, over it the was. top and, and whatnot. Um, this is a little bit more serious in tone and a little bit more of what I think of when I think of a, a Jason Aaron written mm, story. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we we're, uh, we meet this character, and I, I don't think it even has a name. It's a, like a young At man. First. Yeah. Um, who's like a, a cave, uh, like a cave person. Mm -hmm. um, Neanderthal, I think. 
I guess, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of cool how they go through some of the evolution ideas in this that he is like smarter than they are already. Like mm-hmm. something, something's there or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, they're they're definitely still like scared of the snow and yeah, some some kind of Neanderthal business there. Yeah, Neanderthal business. <laughs> that was like a good business. Yeah, that was like a good band name. Yeah. Um, so uh, he's in there, you know, trying to lay low amongst mm-hmm. the rest of his his tribe because they kind of shun anything that's different. Yeah. Um, so he really kind of has to dumb down his whatever he's got going on mm-hmm. um, just to be able to exist amongst, amongst his people. Um, when all of a sudden the stranger shows up and murders everyone in his tribe. Yep. Um, and he sits down and talks with the with the uh, the young boy and um, says, "Hey, um, I know you can understand me. I know you have the ability to speak. Let's converse." And so he tells the the boy about um, how we are the ones who have to lead these people. We're the ones intended to be rulers, mm. and uh, we get a hint that uh, this this white man is. Uh, more than he appears. That's right. He's Santa Claus. What? I didn't get that, but I believe it. <laughs> he looks snow. like Santa Claus. His teeth? Mm-hmm. Very Santa Claus-like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Santa Jaws. It just changes the whole comic for me now, so <laughs> I, I'm rereading it now as we speak. Um, so we we have... Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> what can I say? We, we see, see this character... Off panel, um, he he turns into a, some creature that we only see the silhouette of, and he's destroying all the people in this mm-hmm. tribe. And the uh, the young uh, caveman goes out to attack him, but um, the 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 creature picks him up and says, uh, "You're not even a real person. You're just a ghost, and uh, that's what I'm going to call you from this point." So he leaves the uh, the character there, uh, this ghost character. And uh, he's alone and has to try to survive by himself. So he braves the the frontier in the uh, in a massive blizzard and is confronted by this snow like serpent mm-hmm. that wraps Ooh, around yeah. the boy and uh, says, "I will give you all the power you need. You'll never be cold again. Uh, all you have to do is say my name." And the boy, uh, on his last breath. Uh, manages to blurt out the word Mephisto. Mm-hmm. Mephist. Totally. Mephisto. Look, it's episode 69. It's yep. going yeah, it's it's to be like this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, he says Mephisto. Are you familiar with Mephisto at all? So I, I was for this one, and then I, I won't spoil it right now, but the other name we find out later of the uh, the guy who'd come to his, his cave, um, mm-hmm. I had read this like a month ago, um, before I realized we weren't going to be touching on the comic book stuff for October. Um, I gave you false information. Yeah. (laughs) I can't remember if I remember it from the comic that I, I read this, like this issue like a month ago, or if I've heard it elsewhere, I really can't remember both of the names, like where I've heard them from. So I don't know if we'd ever talked about it or if you'd ever said anything about them, um, or why, but it might just be from this. I'm kind of remembering it from earlier. So. Okay, so Mephisto is the Marvel Universe's version of Satan, essentially. Okay. Um, there's some flexibility. Sometimes there are other devils down there, like Hela. Um, is supposed to be the, the god of, of hell and whatnot, mm. but uh, I don't know. For all intents and purposes, okay. Mephisto is, is the devil yeah. in, this, uh, in this universe here. Gotcha. So he makes a deal with the devil, and 
young uh, young ghost here, mm. uh, his face just catches on uh, fire and melts, so and it's uh, mm, something to eat breakfast to, pretty, you know? Pretty graphic. <laughs> you want to see that. Um, <laughs> so his whole body is catching on fire. He's standing around, or laying on the ground, and these mammoths come around him. Um, later on, uh, we, we catch up with the original, um, monster guy, the, uh, the white guy with the, the white hair mm-hmm. is roaming, uh, the, uh, the countryside in the snow. It's five years later. And, uh, we see a, uh, fiery mammoth as promised by the cover of this very issue mm-hmm. roll up on this guy and, uh, they, uh, they get down to business pretty quickly. So yep. we see the guy, he, we finally get to see him transform, uh, we can see he transforms mm. into a character called the Wendigo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Do you have any knowledge of this? The other one, yeah. Again, I can't remember if it's just from this, but he seems familiar, like we've talked about him before. But I, I might just be I'm remembering this comic. So the Wendigo, uh, if you watch the 90s X-Men cartoon, uh-huh. I believe Wolverine is attacked by the Wendigo. Uh, okay. Um, it's a, um, it's kind of like a, an abominable snowman-type mm. creature. Um that lives primarily in Canada in the Marvel mm-hmm. universe. Um, and it's weird. Like if you, <laughs> there's this weird curse in Canada where if you eat the flesh of another human, <laughs> you will turn into a Wendigo. And Wait, these, I... these Wendigo creatures are highly powerful. They're almost impossible to kill. Uh-huh. And actually in, uh, there's an issue of the incredible Hulk issue 181. He goes to fight one of the Wendigos, mm-hmm. but uh, there's a, a third character that comes in to battle both of them, a character called Wolverine. Ah. Maybe you've heard of him. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, so those those two uh, characters are intertwined there. Um, hmm. For this, uh, I guess they just brought him in because it's uh, snowy, and uh, sure. m- why not bring him in? You it's know, cool. It's a, I mean, it looks good. So. It is kind of like a legacy type of character, so it fits in with this million-year mm-hmm. BC type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, but yeah, so the Wendigo and the Ghost Rider fight. Um, the Ghost Rider comes across the remains of all of these other villagers, and he summons all of their bones together, and he ends up making this mm. badass spinal whip. Yep. Again, another great band name. All you bands <laughs> listening whip. out there. Um, and uh, uses that to... Uh, to help uh, defeat the the Wendigo here, um, the Wendigo fights back a little bit, but he's impelled by a uh, a mammoth, mm. which is uh, also pretty graphic, but uh, pretty badass as well. Uh, the Wendigo and the mammoth end up falling off of a cliff, and uh, they dead. Um, at the he says end of he's that... not dead though, right? Oh, the Wendigo. Wendigo is like this will kill me. <laughs> he says I'll survive this, but he he meant. I... I'm not gonna die. Oh, okay, okay. Um, that's how I did it. I read this last night when I was tired. I, oh, I don't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's cool. what I'm saying. He'll come back. Yeah. I imagine in the comic book world. I'm sure we'll see sure. him again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. He comes back at the end of the issue. Oh shit! I should have read for. Uh, <laughs> Oops. So um, yeah, so the story ends at the the end of that cliff, I should say, and uh, mm-hmm. Ghost Rider is confronted by the original phoenix and then also odin who has one two two eyes in this oh okay Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know this but uh odin's original name titty boy (laughs) (laughs) 
Could you imagine, like, back in the 60s or something like that? Like, they, they're like, Titty Boy. T-I-T-Y-B-O-I. <laughs> Ahead of the time, man. It's pretty epic. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's the three of them, and uh, the Phoenix mentions that, um, you know, there are others just like you, and together we've got a world to save. Yeah. And that's where the, the issue ends. So I think in between each arc of the main Avenger series, they're going to flash back to one of these Avengers characters. Yeah. And um, kind of get a little bit of backstory on them. So it's cool. something that's going to play out in the uh, series to come. But Okay. But yeah, overall, I I think this might have been my favorite issue uh-huh. of the series so far. So far. I like the yeah. art a lot. It's funny. Um, I was looking back on it um, after you mentioned it. I think that the... Uh, the art for this type of story is really good. Like the cave and the fire and the snow and everything looks really cool always. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, like when his face is basically burning away and everything, it's all just like really creepy, but it's really cool. So mm-hmm. I dug this one. Um, I'm also, I've never been that big of a fan of Ghost Rider, but I like him in this book a lot. Um, and the different versions yeah. they've had and stuff. It's kind of interesting how he uses his powers or whatever. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I just love the, the fiery mammoth. It's just badass. <laughs> There's just something cool about that. So, yeah, yeah, I think absolutely. It. It's like uh, if somebody set Snuffleupagus on fire, mm-hmm. but you're riding on him. But you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds great, right, folks? Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, bird, <laughs> I'm on fire, bitch. Um, yeah, this was this was cool. Yeah, I liked okay. it. So mm-hmm. uh, next week, I guess we'll uh, do Avengers issue eight, mm-hmm. which starts a new arc in the modern times. Um, okay. On the cover, it looks like it has the Celestials again, so they're still kind of dealing with that or maybe yeah. the fallout of it. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, Any other thoughts on that issue? No, man, that's good. Uh, looking forward to reading more next week. Wonderful. <laughs> so uh, we had some news to talk about just a little bit um, that you had put on here about the uh, Disney streaming service finally is named and they give some more info about it. So you want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah. So we thought that it was going to be called Disney Play, mm-hmm. but I guess that was just like a placeholder name, yeah. I guess. I don't know. But uh, it was officially announced that they are calling their streaming service Disney Plus, which I like better because oh, really? Disney Play, is it sounds like a like a game streaming service or something like that. Okay. I don't know why to the me, play, but that's, yeah. that's what I associated it with. I can see that uh, now. I, I liked it, actually. I thought that was that was good. I thought Disney Plus was a little simple compared to that one, but I get you there, too. Oh, my God. What? We disagree. LTAS Civil War. Oh, man. <laughs> Whoever wins, we all lose. <laughs> as long as the podcast still comes out, we all lose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just two and a half hours of just blank, like, uh, audio. Uh, I want at least a little bit uh, of us, like, growling at each other. (laughs) 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 Okay, listen. Brent, you're really good at voices. I think we all agree Mm. here on that. You should uh, should work on that uh, as, like, a career option. Uh, Again, people at home, you can't see Brent's face, but it's not just the voices, guys. It is the facial expression. It is the acting Brent turned into a little vicious dog right then. <laughs> I saw it with my own eyes. It was beautiful and scary and terrifying. Right to my soul. Right to my mm-hmm. soul, sir. Yeah. You're welcome. I just wanted to put that out there. Mm-hmm. I felt my growls served the podcast. Your growls served the world, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the Civil War has ended. Fast <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> friends. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, so Disney Plus, and they also had another few announcements yeah. here recently. Um, most recently, they had 
mentioned that there's going to be a second Star Wars series mm-hmm. that's going to follow Cassian Andor, uh-huh. who was a character from Rogue One, um, which is a movie that uh, I wasn't that into. Yeah. Um, what were your feelings on Rogue One? Yeah, what I heard about this, I, there was a, I didn't read the article, but there was a Slash from article about how his character is primed for more adventures, and I was like, yeah, I guess so. Like, I mean, <laughs> is he though? Because spoilers, he did. I, I love Diego Luna. Uh, yeah. I like him, but yeah, it has to be like a prequel thing, I guess, which is fine. But like, I I just wasn't that sold on that whole movie, and I wasn't that sold on like any one character that much. They all felt like they were almost kind of there to what I wanted them to be. But so maybe this would like flesh his character out more, and I would like it. But mm-hmm. um, I'm more excited about the Mandalorian and the other Star Wars TV show they were talking about than it's, this one. It's kind of weird, though, right? Like, Rogue One was a prequel to mm-hmm. A New Hope, and then this series is going to be a prequel to that prequel Yeah, leading up to it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I mean, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, there's got to be some thought there, and maybe that's, like, a, a fan favorite I haven't heard about, that character or something. But clearly they're, they're trying something that... Um, they're trying to get these characters that they created for this other movie to be more and I, I'm just not I just don't care right now we'll see as the TV show comes out it might look really great and I imagine mm-hmm. that I'll, I'll be getting Disney Plus to add to my streaming stable of <laughs> almost cable um, so I will probably you know have the opportunity to watch it because I'll be watching it for other things that streaming service so mm-hmm. we'll see but uh, right now I'm not too excited about this one so yeah, uh, nor am I. But the other yeah. one sounds pretty good. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe this one's going to be good Could as be well. Um, it said something about it being uh, like a spy thriller or having that kind yeah. of tone to it. Yeah, it's kind of his job, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be different, I guess, but yeah, I don't necessarily need that either, so. Yeah. The thing is, uh, with The Mandalorian, which is going to be, it's not going to be Boba Fett, as we've talked about. It's going to be something different than that, some kind of armor, but Boba Fett like struck a chord in the like, zeitgeist the second he was on screen and he has been a fan favorite for like decades now. So it's like, I get that one, but like, were people really clamoring for a Diego Luna starring, you know, like Cassie and Andor movie? I don't know. Or maybe someone was not me. The fans have yeah, like, demanded it. <laughs> I can see some potential there, but I'll, I'm like, he's not like a fan favorite to me. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, whatever. Hey, you know what? If K2SO is in it, see, I can, I'll I would follow, just an episode, like a rom-com about K2SO. <laughs> a sitcom. K2SO and Blue the Dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Come together. It's like a Mary Tyler Moore thing. It's going to be great. Look, it's going to be like a new, not like a new genre, but yeah. it's a new play on the yeah. rom-com genre Absolutely. that's CGI intensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As they want most shows to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with this one, they're doing. They're probably gonna be at Star Wars. It's gotta be. So mm-hmm. they, can, yeah. they can make it work. They can make it work. Sure. Um, um, so, also announced was mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston is officially reprising his role as Loki. Crazy. Previously, it was kind of thought that maybe it's gonna be a different actor mm. playing him as a kid or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, but he is officially reprising that role. Maybe it's a prequel. Yeah. Maybe you know, after the next Avengers movie, he makes it mm-hmm. out okay. Maybe the after credit scene is him just like sitting up from the uh, the floor and being like, hey, I guess I'm going to be okay. And then he just winks at the camera. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> it uh, It's cool to, to think of. I can't believe they're coming to like a, 
like even though it's different, it's gonna be like a new streaming service for Disney, and they own all these things. But like, it's still like even with peak TV and all the great actors they're having, it's still kind of crazy to think that they're gonna pull all these great actors down from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and have TV shows with them. So uh, yes, because they they talk about Loki. Um, I I saw a thing about Scarlet Witch and maybe Vision. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about a Winter Soldier Falcon TV show, which um, I can't remember their actors' names right now, but the guy who plays Bucky. Uh, Sebastian Stan yeah Sebastian Stan mm-hmm. was like uh, he imagined it as like a buddy cop movie and I was like I would Hell totally yeah. watch that I, that sounds man, great I, I was so excited that's probably <laughs> the one I'm most anticipating yeah. because I just love those two characters together they just yeah. they just hate each other yeah. but they're also like on the same side yeah you know? oh, man, friendly so rivalry good. yeah um, <laughs> so it sounds cool I just can't believe they're actually doing these but it's like these characters that don't have their own movies are gonna get these yeah. TV shows but they sound kind of even better to me mm-hmm at this point, then just giving the movies for the hell of it. I almost rather follow different parts and longer parts of their lives, you know, than, than the other one. It's kind of interesting to see this uh, experiment Disney's doing with it. So mm-hmm. I hope it pays off. I heard that Kevin Feige is going to be more involved than they are with, like, the Netflix shows and stuff. Oh, um, wow. Okay. So he's That's even interesting. Like, yeah, more, like, I get, it seems like more as a part of the cinematic universe than the other ones are. Mm-hmm. So that bodes well, you know, obviously. So, so this would be... Cool. be- Marvel Studios produced them yeah, instead of just like yeah. Marvel Entertainment or whatever. I mean, I don't have confirmation of that, but I'm going to say yeah, officially. Yeah. You, you talk to him. Listen, Kevin and I go way back. Uh, you and Feig Dog? Feig Dog. Yep. That's what I call him. <laughs> <laughs> we grew up together. I mean, he's older than me, but like I was a kid brother. You know, I don't know where he's from, but I was from there too. And so we just grew up together. I don't know. Always been besties. He grew up faster. That's he's Jack mm. in the movie Jack. Yeah, he's got that. Whatever it is, but he's not an old man. No, like he he takes medication for it, and it's fine. He's got it stabilized. He'll be the, whatever age he is now, like forty three. He'll be that forever. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna stay looking like that, which is good for him. It's good. He he had a hard life. Mm-hmm. We need like him Jack. to make some more movies. So yeah, he needs to just stay right there. Stick around. Yeah, please. Yeah. Please become a vampire so we can watch more movies. <laughs> I would support that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this. Again, I am lamenting the future of streaming technology and to see like what happens with it and ease of use for, for users. But uh, with that said, I'm still excited about Disney Plus and uh, all the things they have under their banner. And um, the, It's, it's the just going to be more it. once they take over the Fox properties. Oh, God. Because... I'm, I'm sure they probably have, like, some ideas for what they want to do once they take over yeah. all those properties, like a an Aliens show or something like that, mm. but... Man. Know. An Aliens cartoon voiced by the guy who does the Darkwing vo- Duck voice, who we talked about Jim earlier. Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. Mm-hmm. He did the voice for the Aliens. This is good. This is... We should pitch this show. But they all sound like poo. <laughs> it, well, I want it to be kid-friendly, so yeah. Ooh, piglet. Yeah. But it's still gory as fuck. Mm-hmm. I want like real like old school, like twisted metal, hardcore gore, you know, some nice stuff. Hardcore gore was Al Gore's nickname as a vice president. It was. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, his wife Tipper called him that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked closely with Kano to invent the internet. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> Kano, the IT guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He yeah. really moved up quickly. Yeah. Amazon to the White House? Yeah. And time traveled, I think. They would page him, and uh, he would have to answer back on the intercom. <laughs> this is Kano with MKIT. How, 
How may I assist you? I'm just hovering, spinning in the air, doing, doing flips. Keeps him busy. Mm-hmm. He's got to yeah. keep those, uh, those reps up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, do you have anything else to talk about with those shows or Disney Plus or anything like that? No, no. I'm just looking forward to it. And, uh, again, just throwing my money at an, yet another streaming service. There you go. You know? Yeah. Excited. So that's next year? Is that what it fr- 2019, I think, is when they said that it would be yeah. ready to be launched. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. So anyway, Thanks for change. A, again, a month to like 13 months. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, late 2019. So yeah. I heard. So we yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Close, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, close yeah. to a year from now. And they, you know, though. technically, they have all the way through December 31st <laughs> yeah. to launch it. <laughs> I really hope not. That would suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for those. We'll see how, how it plays out mm-hmm. as we get more info. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we both watched a few things, we're in, or read, and whatever, uh, so we're gonna go through some stuff, uh, some pop, pop culture catch-up. Yes! Yeah. What, what did you start with? Um, so the first one I wanted to mention is a TV show that Amanda found, uh, she was listening to some random podcast, and someone mentioned this, the show that they liked, uh, I had never heard of it, um, it's called Younger, and, um, it's on Hulu is how we found it, but it originally was on TV Land, I literally didn't know mm. that was like, that they made original programming. Um, now it's moved to the Paramount Network, which I didn't know existed. Um, <laughs> it used to be Spike TV. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's called the I Par- noticed that when my when the app on my uh, TV changed. Crazy. Brandy and I used to watch Bar Rescue, uh-huh. and that was the only thing. But then all of a sudden it changed. And it was weird, too, because the logo, like, our Apple TV Spike. updates, like, during the day when we're uh-huh. not here or whatever. Oh, I came yeah. home one day, I was flipping through that, and I was trying to, like, in my mind trying to figure out what that could possibly be <laughs> because I'm a psychopath and I have all of our apps in alphabetical order oh. uh, per our TV or per the TV listing. And uh-huh. um, I know this is fascinating, but uh, <laughs> where it was placed, I was like, what could that have been? And I was so happy when I cracked that code. Nice, yeah. It was Spike TV. <laughs> now it's Paramount Network. So Man, I'm, I'm so happy, though. I was like, where did Paramount Network come from? I've never heard mm-hmm. of this. It's so weird. Yep. Uh, but yeah, apparently there you go. And that's weird because I, I assume with that rebranding, they were, you know, rebranding everything is, have you been watching anything else on there? Like have their shows changed or they did keep everything like is bar rescue on there? Uh, I think so. It's been a while since we've watched okay. it. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, cause younger, as I'll get into right now is, uh, a, like a girly show, basically, you know, it's like a, uh, 20 something, you know, girl show basically. So spike TV mm-hmm. seems like kind of a weird place, but Oh, re- yeah. If they rebranded it, maybe, you know, like Ma- trying to do It makes things. sense. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but anyway, so this premiered in 2015, and uh, it's one of those shows that goes really fast, and they do, sometimes they do like two seasons a, uh, a year. So it's actually on its fifth season, even though it oh premiered three years ago. And they've been, uh, they're going to have a sixth season at least uh, next year. Uh, but what I love about it for you, I would say, is that they're, they're 12 episodes a season, and they're 30 minutes long. So it's oh, super wow. fast to get through. Um like we we're in season three already. We started like a few days ago, um, and they're they're easy to you know digestible. Like we always say with the TV shows and stuff, that it's like easy to get through them. But uh, but anyway, this show is really fun. It's it's about a, a woman who's forty who um, can't get a job. She gets divorced because uh, her husband's a gambling addict and other issues in their life. They get divorced. They have a kid who's in college, and um, she's forty and she wants to go back into the publishing world that she had left when she had a kid back in her 20s, but nobody will hire her because she's 40 and she hasn't been in the workforce for years. So she starts lying about her age and saying she's 26, like her coworkers, and gets hired at this job, and it's kind of like the hijinks that happen about her life 
between the 40-year-old life and the 26-year-old life and trying to keep them separate and the, all the stuff with that. Um, but the, the main star um, is, uh, I gotta look up her name. Um, she's from Broadway. And Martin she, Sheen. Mar- Michael Sheen. Michael, Michael Sheen. The sorry, British one. sorry. The British. Wow, okay. <laughs> um, but she's, uh, she has like a Tony Award, I'm pretty sure, for, for something from a few years ago. But um, she is just charming as fuck. Um, I like her so much. And um, let me look up her name real quick. Her name is Sutton Foster, um, and I'd never heard of her before this. I think yeah. because she's she's like a singer on Broadway, but um, she started in the show and she's great. She's just so funny. I, I compared her uh, with Amanda, my wife. I compared her to, to like it, in the show to like the Mary Tyler Moore show. Like there's just something like so utterly charming and fascinating to watch about her. Mm-hmm. Um, she just kind of stars. You know, she's just like a star on screen. Um, but it also has like Hilary Duff as like one of her best friends. Um, and uh, it's just a cool show. I, I really like it. I never like Amanda put it on. I thought this is going to be a show I will hate, um, but it was so funny and refreshing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was created by Darren Starr, who did Nine Hundred Two One Zero and Melrose Place and Sex in the City. Um, wow. I hadn't heard of him doing anything in a long time, but um, but he's still on his game. It's like super sharp. It's very witty um, and very surprising because I never expected to really like it, but I, I actually like, love it. We watch it every night now and we're so pumped to watch new episodes. And they're only half an hour long. Yeah. They're super quick. Wow. That is crazy, yeah. man. Like just thinking about it when you were talking about it, I was thinking it was an hour long show yeah. and I was like, Oh, I'll never watch this. But yeah, just I know. like, even with all the like stuff you said about it, but then when you say that it's only half an hour long, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I this is watchable. Yeah, no, because exactly. I'm just like so exhausted by yeah. like hour long, <laughs> like drama television. It's, I didn't realize it was just a. I guess it's more comedic than yeah. dramatic. It's just like a little sitcom. It's it doesn't take oh, okay. itself too seriously, which I really mm-hmm. like. Um, they they'll go like really over the top. I was reading some reviews before the episode. Or, sorry, this podcast, and um, some people were saying you know it's kind of like popcorn fun, and it's sometimes they'll do like the millennial thing, the 26 year olds, like they're a little too. Um, like, uh, what's the word? They're a little too millennial, like a little too like on the nose for what people like mm-hmm. criticize them for. And then the other side, like the forty year olds in the office, are a little too on the nose for like criticizing them for being on their phones and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's all in good fun. And then they'll kind of like redeem themselves by the end of the episode. And like, um, it's like one of those like they're like shitty characters that are like mean people you don't like. But as the show goes on, you're kind of like. They're, they got like a heart of gold and they're also really funny in their roles and stuff. So it all kind of plays out really well. So it's all just like, it's a, it's a bubblegum show. You know, it's, it's easy. It's popcorn. It's, um, but it's really fun and it's really witty. Um, so it's kind of elevates itself a little bit more than I would expect it to be. So yeah, it's good. Well, good. Yeah. And, and you said it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yep. All five seasons that are out, uh, are on there. So, uh, easy to watch. So you're currently subscribed to Hulu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is how people's identities get stolen, Stephen. You need to <laughs> be careful with what you release online. We talk about that stuff all the time. No. No? Nope. It's I, always edited out. You always... Mm-hmm. I never edit it out. Oh, what? So you've said stuff a lot. Wait. Wait, what? So every episode where we sync <laughs> using, <laughs> using our social security numbers, date of birth, uh-huh. physical I leave, address. I leave it all in. Sexual proclivities. I didn't know you didn't. Oh, my God. I thought this show was to tell all about our lives. Brent, if it hasn't happened yet, you're probably fine. Listen, no one listens oh, to yeah, this that's anyway. A, that's a good point. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's our show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah. Oh, man. Breathe a sigh of relief. Exactly. 
All right. But Younger sounds like an interesting TV show. So it's something uh, that uh, I will uh, run by Brandy and uh, see if yeah. she wants to watch together. Because, think, yeah, it's fun to Brandy just dip like in and out of like a half hour show. It's yeah. just so easy, breezy, beautiful comfort girl. You know? There you go. You got it. Nailed it. Yep. Yep. Mm. I, I would love to see Rob Zombie direct a cover girl commercial. Hey. He already has? The man can do it. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to say he's done more than I know. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, I'd be interested to see if he's done any any other commercials. That'd be funny. Um, So for me, I read a a comic. Look, I didn't didn't have a a lot of stuff that I took in this week, but I did read a a single issue of a comic last night. uh, I was kind of on a comic reading kick. Sure. And um, I read a series called What If. Are you familiar with What If? No. Marvel title, What If at all? So... Marvel, back in the, the day, back in the 70s into the 80s, they had a, and on through the 90s, hmm, hmm. let's really break this down. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Marvel would put out this series called What If, and it was a continuing series where, um, it, just like the title says, what if this certain thing happened in the Marvel Universe? So sometimes it would be like, what if somebody else besides Peter Parker got bit by a spider or what if somebody else turned into the incredible Hulk or, you know, something to that effect later on, it would turn into different storylines. Like, um, what if Jane Foster picked up Thor's hammer? Mm. Can you believe that? What? And then later (laughs) it turned into a thing, but, um, Marvel, uh, as a, uh, kind of a, a celebration of their impending 80th anniversary as a company, they've released these um, like six or so what if issues. They're all like single issues. Uh, the one I bought uh, off the wall at my local comic shop is uh, what if Marvel Comics went metal with Ghost Rider? And on the oh. cover of this this comic, it has the Robbie Reyes version of Ghost Rider, the one that's in the Avenger series that we're reading right now. He's <laughs> standing on the hood of his his charger both he and the car are on fire, but he's also playing guitar. He's just, like, shredding it up, uh-huh. right? Um, and in the series, or in the series, in the comic, um, it's kind of a, a meta story where Robbie Reyes That's works awesome. at Marvel Comics, uh-huh. and he is told that this this metal band from... Um, man, I'm trying to remember where it's from. They're from, like, Sweden or Denmark or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, they are called uh, Hassenwald. I'm uh, not sure what that means, but um, uh, let's see here. Oh, they're out of Latveria. That's what it is. Okay. So it's a fictional country mm-hmm. um, where Doctor Doom runs that country. Oh, okay, as as you I, know, I, it's funny because I was like, I feel like I've heard that though. So it, for a second, I was like, that's a real place. And then I was like, I don't remember <laughs> seeing it on a map though. I just heard of it before. So yeah, <laughs> it must have popped up somewhere in the in the midst of that. You fly th- <laughs> through it on your way to Wakanda. It's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, this this fictional metal band comes to the States, and they want to take a tour of Marvel Comics, and you see all the, like, the the albums and all of this these headlines and whatnot about a, a murder cult that's mm. uh, disguising themselves as this metal band that's burning down these churches and causing all this havoc and Latveria and all this stuff, and the the band on their album covers and on their, there's an action figure here. They're all, uh, doctored up with corpse paint, which is Mm. what you call it when metal bands put on like the black and white, like, Mm. like evil looking paint or whatever, uh, face paint. Um, but, uh, when Robbie Reyes goes to greet them in the lobby of Marvel, 
they're, they're just sitting there in the lobby. They're not painted up. They're still wearing their, like, leather and, and whatnot. But uh, otherwise, they're super friendly, uh, which I got a kick out of because uh-huh. I used to play in metal bands. And yeah. it, uh, most of the people in metal bands are, are super friendly yeah. and really easy to get along with and really supportive of each other. Every once in a while, you have a douchebag, but that's with any walk of life, yeah. right? So... Um, Robbie Reyes is is saying, well, you know, here, let me give you the tour of Marvel, and they kind of go and geek out a little bit, um, and they eventually go to the printing press, and the the uh, the band at Hassenwald, they wanted to create their own Marvel comic, and they wanted to have their their blood drawn and added to the ink of the comic just to um, make it more of a, a special collector's thing. Um, which is sure, in reference to a, sure. a, I think it was a Kiss comic from back in the day, yeah. where Marvel published a Kiss comic, and I guess the the members of Kiss had their blood drawn and added to the ink or whatever of a certain printing of it. Yeah, weird, super weird, sexy. But um, these guys, they end up opening up their their veins themselves, and they incorporate it into the printing press, and they all become one with the printing press. Sure. And uh, so Robbie Reyes has to turn into the ghostwriter. Mm. So in this world, <laughs> he works at Marvel, but he's also a Marvel character. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. It's kind of a, a silly story, but uh, uh, that's part of the charm of it. Yeah, uh, anyway, he, he ends up defeating this um, this printing press, I think. Does mm-hmm. he? I think maybe the world actually is taken over by the printing press. Evidently, I didn't read the end of any of these comics <laughs> that I'm discussing today. I'm just going back through it. Uh, th- this this evil printing press takes over the world, and uh, he's the sole defender, and that's kind of where the the story ends. Him driving off to to battle this thing, but right uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot yeah, of fun. Okay. It's just uh, a one off little uh, fun story there. Uh, I looked up the cover. It is badass. It reminds me of uh, Mad Max Fury Road with the oh, yeah. uh, guitar guy yeah. on top, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But in a good way. It's cool. Um, have you read more of these? I might have missed that. Um, what if stories? Yeah. I haven't read any of the the new ones. I, I used to read them back in the day, kind of okay. just depending on the subject matter. Um, usually, if it was like anything Spider Man related, yeah. I would I would check but it out. But this one totally Brent related. <laughs> you know, I've, I'm Marvel on this kick metal. to where if I see a comic that's related to metal, that's two of my favorite things right there. Yeah. So I will buy it from my store instead of just buying it online or whatever, mm. um, because I want my store to know, hey, if you bring yeah, in more yeah. metal stuff. Yeah. I will get it. So uh, I've got this this series called New Lieutenants of Metal that's mm-hmm. published by Image. I've had them put that on my pull list. I've mm-hmm. got the first four issues. Have I read it? No. Will yeah. I eventually? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'll and get to it. You'll support your local comic store it, uh, and, and the f- stuff you like in yeah. the meantime. Yeah. Absolutely. So, right Everybody on. wins. But Absolutely. mainly me. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what matters. Yeah. Uh, I did look up Rob Zombie commercial. Uh, I tried to look up any other uh, that he had, and the only one that came up was was the Woolite one, which I will watch after the show. I'm very excited, yes, uh, to see what happens <laughs> with it. But uh, um, but yeah, no no other ones that I've seen so far. Just that one. Just that one. Okay. Just that one. Uh, well, cool. Uh, it's funny you watched. Are you at like a Ghost Rider one as well? Since we had another Ghost mm-hmm. Rider thing, but uh, yeah, that sounds like a cool premise. Um, for like a, a comic series too. So. <laughs> it's like the most ghostwriter I've read in years. Yeah. <laughs> was these two issues. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so I rewatched a few movies. Um, uh, I'm actually, uh, we talked about going back and forth, but I'm, I'm going to do these two together since they're related. If that's cool. I figured you would bundle them. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Um, 
But anyway, I I, I own these movies, but um, I, I rewatched Kick-Ass and Kick-Ass 2 um, the other day. Uh, basically, I have a, a treadmill set up in our back room that I like to walk on and watch movies and stuff uh, for like a little bit of exercise here and there. And um, I've been putting on some older movies that I own. But uh, you, you only wear rollerblades on it. How, would you wear shoes? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> I... I just pictured, I don't know if I could, I, I bet I could rollerblade again if I tried, but it's been, you know, <laughs> a long time. Uh, but holy shit, trying to like rollerblade on a treadmill, that sounds terrifying. I would instantly hit the wall. <laughs> I would just like fall on my ass. You're just really trying to build up your ankle strength. <laughs> yeah. And I, I have a death wish, apparently. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been throwing on movies uh, that I haven't seen in a while that are part of my collection. So it's been kind of nice because um, I'll walk for like an hour, say, and so I'll watch, I'll watch a movie over like two days. Um, and kind of really get all my, all I can out of it, and uh, it's been interesting to rewatch these too. But um, uh, I will say that Kick Ass, the first one, is on Hulu and Amazon Prime if you'd like to watch it. But uh, otherwise, uh, just go go buy them or rent them if you want to watch them. But um, I, I don't remember what I initially thought of either of these movies, but uh, I think I liked them both. But I was kind of curious uh, what you thought about Kick Ass and Kick Ass Two. Okay, I've never seen the sequel. Oh, okay. I've seen the first one uh-huh. only once. Um, I've read the the first three, two or three comic series. It's a uh, it's created by Mark Miller, who did yeah. um, Wanted and Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think of other like movies he's been associated with. I'm sure yeah. there's probably another one or two, but um, yeah, uh, and also co created by John Romita Jr., who's a legendary comics mm. creator uh, yeah. or artist. Um, the comic book series I liked quite a bit. Okay. I did not really care for the movie translation mm-hmm. because the point of the actual like comic was here's characters that are trying to be superheroes in our real real world. Uh-huh. Um, you think you know, but you have no idea. <laughs> um, wait, that's the diary of on MTV. Whatever the case. Whatever the case. Um, so they it, it was. People didn't have superpowers. There wasn't like outlandish action scenes or anything like that. If mm. somebody got fucked up, they were like down for the count for oh, okay. weeks at a time or whatever. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, the movie is way more bonkers than uh, than okay. that. So interesting. Um, is this directed by? Is it Matthew Vaughn? Yeah, that directed. Yeah, who did Kingsman and all that stuff? Did he do the sequel as well? No, he no. So I thought he did until okay. literally until yesterday, until I watched yeah. it. Um, and it's a different guy. I don't know who it is. He he produced it and all that. Stuff. Vaughn Matthews. It's my totally different guy. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I thought he had done it, and then it was clear once I watched the sequel again that it wasn't the same director. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not as as good by far. Um, yeah. uh, by the way, if you look up Kickass online, it just pulls up Kickass Torrents over and over again, uh, which I did not need. Uh, I was looking for the movie myself, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, am surprised actually. I thought you would like the, like Kick-Ass a little bit more. Um, I've never read the comics, but I've wanted to. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the, the movie I actually really liked, uh, the, the sequel, the sequel I liked more than most people. I feel like when it first came out, I had heard really bad things, but I liked it. Um, but I only watched it like once, maybe twice when it first came out and mm-hmm. re- rewatching it again, I was like, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, there's a lot of really, I don't know, just bad storyline things. Although yeah. I will say that um, I've really, really loved Jim Carrey's like transition in the last few years to these like weird mm-hmm. dramatic roles and stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, and he was, uh, 
he's in this as like uh, Colonel Stars and Stripes, and he has like facial prosthetics on, and he has like a like a a Boston accent or something like that. Like he's a he's a former mob enforcer, and oh. he looks like he's been beaten up like a shit ton in his life, and he's beaten a lot of people up, and he kind of talks like that too. And mm. I love him in this role like so much, uh, but everything else is just kind of like okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it was it was good to rewatch him again. Uh, Kickass, I, I actually really like. Um, it's very violent and over the top, but it's fun. I like the idea of a, a kind of a real world superhero thing. And there are mm-hmm. parts of it that he, you know, like he'll get beaten up and it takes him a while to to recover. But um, they definitely like any superhero movie, they gloss over a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I've I've always actually kind of liked it. So I would like to read the comic at some point um, and kind of get into that a little bit. But uh, uh, but yeah, it was cool to rewatch him. I, I think Kickass held up uh, for me and kick-ass 2 was was just okay i probably won't really watch it that much so mm-hmm. um i think i should probably go back and rewatch kick-ass now that i know what it is now mm-hmm. that i know what they're going for okay because it's um it's certainly more uh it, it, it more closely resembles the comic than wanted did wanted was almost oh, just yeah. like an entirely different thing I, altogether yeah. i can't even watch that movie it was bad <laughs> Yeah. yeah, um, but uh, but kick ass knowing that it's Matthew Vaughn and kind of the yeah. the ideas that he had for mm. it. Um, m- maybe I that would sit a little bit better with me. I yeah. remember the first time we saw this, my wife and I we walked out of this and we were like, "Man, Hit Girl was fucking awesome." Yeah, like, I was gonna say she's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a young Chloe Grace Moritz. Is that uh-huh. right? Yeah, uh, I think that was the first time we'd ever seen her in any movies or whatever. But I, yeah, yeah she was great. Early on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she, I like her. She, you know, she uh, aged a lot. She's so young in the first one that um, she seems to age like a crazy amount before the second one. Even though it was like three years later, um, oh wow, she's she's not like a little girl anymore. She's like a, mm-hmm. a teenager, you know. So it's, uh, they not play a with girl. that stuff a lot. Not <laughs> yet a woman. <laughs> but uh, but I like her a lot in the second one overall. Yeah. There's some, there's some stuff they did with her. Some of these special effects are really bad. Some of the stuff with the character, I don't think they did that well, but I think she mm. did what she could with it. Um, but mm-hmm. she's she's better. Her character's better in the first one as well. Yeah. Um, and fucking uh, in the first movie, goddamn, uh, <laughs> Big Daddy. Yep. Uh, I knew we'd get there. So over the top. Uh, <laughs> and uh, just like Nick Cage always, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, but man, it's uh, it's really over the top and and funny and weird and a definite Batman ripoff and stuff. I don't know, like uh, yeah. But I like it overall still. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I always thought his performance and that was weird. Yeah. But I mean, that's Nick Cage as well. I know you never know with that guy, and yeah. uh, and what the the director wanted from him too. You know, you never know. So, mm-hmm. um, the uh, let's see, yeah, the guy who directed Kick Ass Two is named Jeff Wadlow. He did uh, Cry Wolf in two thousand five, um, and then he did Never Back Down from two thousand eight, which is like a fighting movie. Um, but yeah, so he hasn't done much and he did Kick-Ass 2, so, but, uh, I think that, like, Matthew Vaughn has a certain aesthetic and they kind of kept a little bit of that as much as they could, yeah. but, um, uh, sometimes I like it, sometimes it's over the top, so it depends. I don't like all of his movies, but I like a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he did Kingsman, which I really liked, but I, I hated the sequel, uh, yeah. that he did. Uh, I liked X-Men First Class, but I don't like it as much as I used to anymore. I liked mm-hmm. it when it first came out. Yeah. Uh, Kick-Ass was good, um. I don't know, like, uh, he has uh, some different things, so. Um. Maybe there's, like, a, a shelf life on his movies. Yeah. Or something like that. It, or maybe yeah. maybe you have to be, like, in a certain mindset, plus it only holds up 
for your tastes for X amount of years or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you know? maybe. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting with him. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, he did Stardust, which came out in 2007. Did you ever see that? Mm-mm, no, with uh, Robert De Niro. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, yeah, it's a Neil Gaiman novel mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, it looked terrible, terrible to me. Yeah. It's one of the most charming movies I've ever seen in my goddamn <laughs> life. That movie is amazing. It is so good. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. Amanda and I were talking about it the other day, actually. But um, but it's weird. Like he uh, he does he hits it in the park sometimes, and then sometimes it's like I don't know all over the place. But yeah. But there you go. Man, now I'm curious. Now I'm curious. I'm curious about you with Kickass. Mm-hmm. Uh, to see if you would rewatch it and see if you like it or whatever. But also, uh, this is like the second major role for Christopher Mintz Plus. Yeah. Uh huh. Man, what is this um, character's name in this? Like the motherfucker uh, or something. The mother- like well, okay, so. Um, He's Red Mist in the first one. That's right. And then the second one, he becomes the motherfucker. So you must <laughs> okay, have heard yeah. that, yeah, at least somewhere or whatever. And they go really crazy in that one. Um, John Leguizamo is in Kick-Ass 2, randomly. Um, but uh, it's like his his henchman, his sidekick or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, essentially he becomes like a leather-clad motherfucker character and then he has mm-hmm. like a character in, in the sequel he's like all these like henchmen and stuff so it's i yeah. like the idea even though i didn't like the movie as much um they go into he's he's the first super villain um and he has a super villain team and like a layout a layer mm-hmm. and everything and um to, to see like actual people play those like to try to do that in the real world is kind of funny yeah. um there's a part in the sequel where there are two superheroes one goes inside to get a snack at a like a corner store like at a bodega and uh, some two guys come over to kick ass to try to beat him up. And then they get in like a, a, a fight between the two, two guys on the good side, two guys on the bad side. And the whole time they were fighting in the street and people were like, had their cell phones out filming them. I couldn't stop thinking about in real life how we have like neo-Nazis and Antifa in the streets fighting. And, and everybody's just like, everybody chill the fuck out. Like nobody wants yeah. that in real world. Yeah. But like in, in my head, I still, I still think like kick ass does like, why has nobody become a superhero before? We need that in the world. Look how great these characters are if they had money they could become batman or iron man or whatever yeah. but in real life i'm like vigilantes just stay home i don't think that's <laughs> solving any problems you know? <laughs> but they explore that kind of stuff in kick-ass which i think is good whether they do it well mm. or not is a, a you know a different discussion but i think it's kind of a cool premise that they they use that so it's addressed at the very least yeah which yeah. is which is neat so yeah um so brandy and i watched making a murderer season two yeah. Very uh, had you seen the first season? I've seen the first one, but uh haven't heard much about the second one at all. So Okay. Um so <laughs> we really liked the first season mm-hmm. and we got wrapped up in it, like yeah. with most of uh most of the country. Yeah. Um and was uh we were both disappointed by the, the end of the, the first uh-huh. season because there's not really a resolution, but you know, shortly thereafter, we heard they were making a second season. And we're sure. like, oh, okay, so maybe we'll uh, we'll get something out of it. Uh, and I don't want to spoil this for you or for mm. anyone who might be listening to this because this is a fairly popular show, I yeah. think. And I don't want to don't want to spoil it because it came out amid like all these other shows that were coming out around yeah. the same time. Kind of just got lost in the shuffle sure. a little bit, I think. But um, it's another ten episodes, and we pick up pretty much from where we left off in the, the first season. Yeah. <laughs> Introduce some new characters. Um, <laughs> There's a skateboarding dog. <laughs> yeah. His name is Poochie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, 
but the the first episode of this, honestly, we were like, oh man, I don't know if this is gonna be good because oh, yeah. it was a lot of setup. Like because oh, they yeah. do bring in new. Um, new legal teams and everything, and they do have to readdress some of the criticisms from the first season, mm. and and whatnot. The filmmakers do, yeah. Um, but man, after that first episode, it just picks up from like episode oh, two yeah. on, and man, we got super into it. Yeah, um, it's, well, it's very very interesting. Um, yeah. After the first season was out, I was talking to one of my one of my friends, and he said that um, he thought that um, the the guy did it. He thought that he committed the murder because this, this, and this. I said, "Man, I don't know. I'm just, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure about it. I'm leading towards no, but also by the time the, the first season was over, uh-huh. I had heard from the, um, uh, the, the prosecution had mentioned online that well, there was other evidence that wasn't, wasn't addressed by the, uh-huh. the docu series. And I thought, oh, okay, so maybe there's stuff that we're not aware of." That could sway me the other way. So I was yeah. kind of agnostic on that whole thing. Gotcha. Um, after watching the second season, I am convinced that Stephen Avery is is innocent. Just oh, based Just based on the information, huh. timelines, other information there. Interesting. Yeah. And it's... Man. It's... it's it's yeah. a good series, but you also find yourself being frustrated at the uh-huh. whole legal oh, system yeah. and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially with, uh, I don't even care as much about Steve Avery. I cared about the the kid. Yeah. Um, Dan- Denny or Danny or something. What's his name? Uh, Brendan. Yeah, totally yeah. right on. Brendan Dassey. Brendan Dassey. That's um, where you're getting it. Brendan. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Dassey. Um, mm-hmm. I was so heartbroken about his story. Um, mm-hmm. and how he got roped into this and whatever. It seemed like no matter what you say about what happened somewhere in the line, he got roped in by either his uncle or uh, the cops or whatever. And I, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I always felt so bad for him. Um, and he seems so young and um, probably not mentally capable to understand everything that was going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was excited for this one. I was surprised because like you said, the first season had taken the country by storm. And then I heard about it, the sequel that they were filming it and stuff, or they're going to make one. And it was like, Oh, that's gonna be great. And then it, it didn't seem like it was kind of just like lackluster when it came out, like I, I barely heard anybody talk about it. Like it was everywhere when it first came out last year or whatever, yeah. uh, the first season. And uh, so I've been kind of surprised by that. But so I was almost a little hesitant to watch it. Like I wasn't as excited because people hadn't been talking about it. So I was like, well, maybe it's not as good or it's kind of a, a, a faulty, you know, sequel or whatever. But uh, I'm glad to hear that you guys liked it. And and also, like, I'm curious, like, uh, didn't we talk before about the staircase? Um, didn't you guys watch the staircase? Yeah, we did, and we got sucked into that one yeah. as well. Like that one started a little bit slow. It took like a few episodes for us to get sure. into it, but yeah, we we uh, fell into the gap. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, I think coming away from that one, I Amanda and I were leaning innocent, but I I thought you guys were leaning he was guilty on the staircase. Oh, huh? Is that all right? It might have been someone no. else that we were talking to or something. I feel like there was someone else that had watched a show. Regardless to say, I was I was just saying that like you think he's like really innocent now. Um, after the second season, I'd be very curious mm-hmm. to watch it and see how it comes out for me, because uh, it could be totally opposite. That's the whole like crazy thing about it, you know? Yeah, um, they delve a little bit more into the um, into the process of it, um, uh-huh. and there's some other revelations oh, about yeah. potential other people. Crazy um, man! I'm excited it's just now. it's frustrating because you just want yeah. to like. <laughs> Grab the court system by the shoulders and just shake it and be yeah. like, God damn it, look at this 
evidence or lack thereof. Yeah. And take that into consideration. But the legal so system weird. is the legal system, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's so. weird. I don't know what to, how to solve it. It's got a lot of issues, but mm-hmm. seemingly something should be right about it because it's been standing for so long. But it's like then you hear about these stories and it's just like seems like such a grand injustice. It's crazy. So interesting. Well, that's cool. It makes me really want to watch it now. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. it's good like that younger TV show I was talking about is so good and, and light and fluffy that it's uh, that's the kind yeah. of show you'd like throw in between, you know, to like be like, I just watched an hour <laughs> about murder. I got to watch, you know, something You got to decompress. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that'd be, uh, maybe while we're still watching that, we could go back and forth. That'd be kind of fun. So yeah. cool, man. Uh, well, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check that one out. It seems really good. So like I said, the, the first episode is a lot of information to take yeah. in, a lot of setup. But once you get to episode two on, it doesn't necessarily pick up the pace, but it, it gives you a little bit more of what you wanted, um, mm-hmm. similar to the first season. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Very cool. Yeah, sounds good. I'll check that out. Yep. Uh, so another movie that I, I watched uh, the other day that I hadn't seen in a long time was Dreamcatcher on Netflix. Have you ever seen that before? I don't, I don't think so. The name sounds familiar, but okay. I think I'm probably thinking of a different movie. It's, um, it's uh, based on a Stephen King story. Um, and I remember, uh, again, I knew it was like kind of a, a bad movie or had bad reviews, but I, I remember liking it. Um, and it didn't hold up that well, unfortunately. Some of the special effects are, are kind of bad, but, um, and some of the storyline and stuff, um, it's kind of a mess. But overall, I still kind of like it. Um, it's, I, I didn't realize this until I watched it again, but um, it's directed by Lawrence Kasdan, who mm, we've mentioned okay. on the show recently. Um, he, is, uh, he wrote and directed or co-wrote and directed The Big Chill that I love so much. Um, he co-wrote The Force Awakens with J.J. because he, he did uh, Empire Strikes Back and Solo with his son and all this stuff. So he's big in Star Wars mm-hmm. world. Um, uh, the story of this, is I thought, was really cool um, for uh, Dreamcatcher. Essentially, it's about like four friends who, as, as kids, had met a, a kid on, on the spectrum um, being bullied, and they befriend him. And he starts um, becoming like part of their friends with like, a group of five friends and stuff, but... They, there's something weird about him. He seems to be able to like read thoughts or like be able to like influence people, and then they start kind of getting powers around him, and they love him. Um, his name is Duddits. Um, that's what he calls himself, and so that's what they call him. Um, and they they always talk about this guy from their their youth, whatever, um, who gave him these like weird powers. And as they're adults, they can still use them. Like they can, if they're near each other, like physically within miles, they can like talk to each other in their heads. Oh, like walkie-talkies. Uh, like walkie-talkies, exactly. Uh, like one of them can do this a weird thing uh, where he can find something. If he's nearby, he can like find like keys or whatever. If he's missing or someone's missing it, he can like locate them. Um, so all this weird stuff. And then, so you have this weird story about these friends who grew up. They're going to a cabin to like hang out, and it's like winter and whatever. And then they, you have this other weird story where like this, they stumble upon a hunter who has like some kind of weird fungus on him. And they're trying to help him, and they like bring him back to the cabin, but he starts like belching and farting a whole lot. And then Morgan Freeman comes in, and Morgan Freeman is like leading this group, and there's something happening in the woods, in the forest, and they're doing it's like a government, like military group that he is in charge of, and they're doing like a perimeter fence, and like nobody can leave. It's like a quarantine zone, and all of a sudden you're like, what is this movie? It's so fucking crazy, and that's when the aliens show up. What? Now listen, <laughs> I I meant I meant to go look up the trailer for this to see if I was spoiling anything, but I realized I don't know how to talk about this movie unless you spoil that. 
Okay. I, I have to imagine it is a major plot point that you can't sh- not show because it's fucking Morgan Freeman and mm-hmm. all these people like doing this stuff. So um, it's a really weird story that starts off with like a, a group of friends with some special communication powers and then morphs into like an alien invasion movie. But in some weird way that really works and in other ways it really doesn't. Like I almost think it's a, a bigger premise than the actual movie allows. Um, they didn't quite hit what it could have been, but I'm like, man, that's interesting at least. So, you know, they, they kind of are able to use their powers as part of it. Or it's like, was their friend, you know, did he know about this coming in the future? Like, is that another of his powers? He could like see into the future. Uh, did he, did he prepare them for this? It's all this weird stuff. Um, again, it's not that great of a movie. Um, it has like a 30% in Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but I dig it. Um, I didn't love it as much as I used to when I watched it again now, but I still liked it. Um, and it's on Netflix, so it's you know if you want to watch it, it's uh, it's easy, I guess. But uh, but it's cool, and it uh, like any other Stephen King adaptation, uh, adaptation rather. Uh, until it, twenty seventeen, I would say uh, they never really turn out that well, uh, <laughs> you know. But it, overall, yeah. there's a lot of good people in it. Um, I don't remember a lot of the actors right now. I didn't, Josh Duhamel's in it. Um, um, Transformers. Uh, <laughs> Josh Duhamel. Yeah. Uh, Brody from Mallrats. Um, I can't remember his name. Oh, Jason Lee? Jason Lee is at it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. So uh, uh, Thomas Jane is one of the friends. Um, Dudettes as an adult is Donnie Wahlberg. Um, plays that oh. role. So, um, so there's like a lot of good people in it. Uh, when I looked online about this, they were like, man. So it was like Ebert. It was like, uh, we haven't had this many good actors come together to make like a bad movie in a long time or something <laughs> like that. Like It was like pretty scathing. <laughs> Uh, so it, it happens, but, uh, but I still, I still dig it. So, you know, at least one of those actors was like, Hey, he called us a good actors. <laughs> good actors. Yeah. <laughs> Movie's bad, but you know what? But you know, it's fine. It's We're cool. talented. It's you all know, good. you and I had watched, uh, uh, I'm blanking on the name of it now cause I, all I can think of is it. Uh, but that TV show, um, Castle Rock. Castle Rock, yeah. Uh, which takes place in Derry, Maine, um, mm-hmm. which is like a big thing or no, sorry, that one doesn't, that takes place in Castle Rock, but. It takes place in Derry. Yeah. They're all like around. They mention it a lot, you know, and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. This, they mention Derry. It's like where they grew up or whatever again. So it's it's another like connected thing, which is fun. Uh, but yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I didn't realize that's where that sentence was ending. <laughs> Sometimes I want to say one quick thing and I'm like, I just got to finish that real quick. Just be like, and I am done. And done. So it's cool. Moving on. You, you have your clacking for it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> Well, that's crazy. What year did this movie come out? Uh, like two, Do you know? 2003, I think. Wow. So the effects. Man, I have no recollect, oh, recollection really? of it at all. Yeah. Interesting. I really hope I didn't like ruin anything. Uh, I, I really meant to watch the trailer before because I was trying to think like how could you sell this movie? It'd be, I think it would probably have been a hard sell as a marketing team uh, yeah. to figure out like what you could say and not. Because um, it's kind of cool when you it's if you had gone in this movie not knowing anything about it, it would have been like a crazy ride to go through all of that stuff. But it's also like, how do you get someone to watch this movie and just be like, just watch a movie about four friends who go to a cabin. And I won't tell you anything else. You know, it's kind of a hard sell. So yeah. you have to say something. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's uh, it's kind of like a kitchen sink movie. It's like they threw everything in there, but it, it <laughs> sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. Does the, the titular dream catcher play into this movie at all? Is that like a big plot they, point? They have one. They mention it sometimes. They, they have one in the cabin. And I don't really remember like much about it. Uh, I think it's kind of like the idea that catching nightmares, and they say something about like the thoughts and the, something they share, and then like there's 
there's like other like the aliens are like bad they're like invading you know so like they can also do some of these things and like realize they have powers or whatever and so it's kind of this thing about um i don't know it's not really about the dream catcher i guess i don't remember much with that really uh so my, mm-hmm. my final answer is no Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know they mention it. It's not like a big plot point. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's like it's named after the book or whatever, you know. So I don't know. Maybe there's more in the book with it. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> wow, yeah. interesting. Boy, you've had some variety this past week. You know, <laughs> I watched watching? so many things, and uh, especially for Halloween, I had so many on my plate, and then now I'm just like watching random shit that I haven't watched in a while. Yeah. Uh, and that's interesting. I. It's interesting sometimes because say I hadn't rewatched Dreamcatcher and you would ask me about it, I'd be like, yeah, I remember that movie was really good. I remember it had bad reviews, but I thought it was really good. And now I have a, you know, I rewatched it and I'm like, "Eh, I have to reevaluate that. So is it better to have the good, the the better memory uh, and be ignorant about what it really is? Or is it better to rewatch it again? I'm, I'm slowly learning what I feel about that. I haven't haven't come down on the side that I'm slowly learning. Maybe I shouldn't. (laughs) <laughs> just let it live in your nostalgia for a it's little so bit it's so beautiful you know? there that's fine yeah <laughs> it's so beautiful there so. oh man um to so my final thing and i'll yeah. uh, i'll try to make this briefer than cool. the normal um is a podcast which is oh, okay. uh, power rangers hyperforce mm-hmm. uh i'm telling you i've been just living in a sea <laughs> of power rangers here recently <laughs> um the the comic book series from boom studios has just really like reignited my uh mm. My fandom for Power Rangers, sure. and uh, I've been out of it for such a long time that going back to it and kind of rediscovering all of these past teams and whatnot, uh, um, it's uh, been a lot of fun to uh, yeah, delve nice. back through. I've been doing this, um, watching these YouTube videos of like season recaps or whatever, mm-hmm. and you kind of get to go back, learn about oh, the characters yeah. and, and whatnot, That's and they, they highlight like all the important shit, like they get new Megazords or whatever that's mm-hmm. it's all in there as well. But, Sorry, um, is this, this is sort of like the TV show we grew up on? Like that stuff. So, uh, Power Rangers Hyperforce was a like an RPG game that was played mm-hmm. on Twitch TV, which is like some type oh. of gaming network. Yeah. Um, but similar to our friend Kent Blue's Roll to Play podcast. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that it has like a, a GM, and you have these players come in and they play the game. It's like that, but um, this is something that you can actually go out and watch on Twitch TV, I think. But it's mm-hmm. also on YouTube. All the okay. all the videos yeah. are. Um, and, uh, luckily they put out a podcast version of it and that's a good thing for me because each episode is right around three hours long. So, and since I listen at one and a half speed, you know, I can kind of crank through it a little bit quicker. Uh But, um, the, the cool thing is that, uh, for this series, um, even though it's just like a tabletop RPG game, these characters were eventually brought into the main power Rangers, like canon. So they were brought into the Boom Studios comics. That was like their first like actual appearance, I believe. Okay. Um, and then there's a like some separate like um, iOS and Android games that uh-huh. those characters were brought into as well. But um, this um, the series has um, it starts out with a five ranger team, and the the Red Ranger is um, man I can't remember the dude's name Peter Sidarso, uh, who is Asian. He, he's technically the first Asian Red Ranger, uh, which is cool. Um, And then they have um, a voice actress by the name of Christina V, who also plays the the first female Black Ranger, which is cool. Um, They also have a a pink and blue Ranger. Both of those are uh, YouTube uh, stars. 
And then the fifth ranger is the yellow ranger, and he's played by Paul Schreier, who was Bulk from the oh. <laughs> the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. How funny. Yeah. So he's he, like, I he finally made... got in there. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a bitchin' like handlebar mustache. Oh, that's hilarious. It's tight. How funny, man. Tight. Yeah. Um, and then later they get a, uh, a sixth ranger, which is a... Uh, uh, a thing that the series does, they bring in a an extra Power Ranger uh, kind of late in the season, and uh, he becomes the the newest Green Ranger, and he's actually the real life brother of the the main Red Ranger. Um, but man, I had a ton of fun listening to this awesome. um, when I was doing my twenty four hour comic mm-hmm. last month, I guess. Yeah, the beginning of, of uh, October. Yeah. That was the the main podcast I listened to while I was working on it. Cool. And uh, still didn't make it all the way through until yeah. until recently. <laughs> just such a long show, but. There's some really cool storylines in it, and uh, uh, I just had a, a lot of fun listening yeah, to nice. uh, these people make up this reality. They occasionally bring in other like guest star rangers from the past and whatnot that, that play uh-huh. the game with them. Um, and uh, there's a lot of like character development between these uh, six rangers as uh-huh. the, the series goes on. And they actually left the the uh, the first season on a cliffhanger. Um, and I've looked it up, and I don't know that they're going to be able to make a, a second season or whatever, oh, man. but. That's okay. Uh, I had fun listening to it yeah, while yeah. I uh, while I did. So if you've got a spare 75 hours of your life <laughs> that you're looking to fill, check out Power Rangers Hyperforce. Ton of fun. They're giving us a run for our money. You know? Yeah. Uh, that's three-hour episodes. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that one. Um, I was mm-hmm. curious, too. I, I don't remember if we had talked about the... There's a Wolverine podcast. Um, yes, yeah. I've about? downloaded all the episodes. I just uh-huh. haven't listened to it yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was curious about it. I, I, I again, I just haven't really been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. But, um, but I was, I was curious about that um, mm-hmm. as like a storyline instead. I've, I really only listen to podcasts, you know, kind of like week to week. That it's like all new content. So, uh, mm-hmm. but I like the I like the the format so much. Um, so the medium, you know. So uh, that's interesting. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Do you have anything more to discuss this week? I don't think so, man. I think that was uh, pretty much it for me. Okay, well, we've got another hour and 15 minutes or okay. so to fill, so. Um, do you want to do, like, a contest? Sure. Um, do you want to see how many, uh, do you have any marshmallows? <laughs> Is this another can-you-fit-it challenge? <laughs> yeah, we got an hour, right? This time, no mouths. <laughs> I got a whole bag waiting. Let's do this. <laughs> Jumbo sized. <laughs> they are. <laughs> and the smaller ones fall out. I was watching uh, Greek, the TV show Greek the other day. Yeah. There's a, uh, oh, the hazing episode. The yeah. Hazing. <laughs> well, there's a part where uh, Rusty, the, the main character, or whatever, is talking to Cappy, his, his older brother, who's like leading the fraternity. And he's like, yeah, we played that rousing game of hide the pickle, which we found eventually. And I was like, what is hide the pickle? <laughs> I need to know, but I don't want to know, you know? Yeah. It's scary. Mm-hmm. It's scary. Yeah, uh, it's well, going to cool. be too much information. I, that's what I'm imagining. So, yeah. uh, well, thank you, everybody, for listening today. Uh, you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. We only accept five stars. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have a show suggestion, question, comment, dog picture, pop culture, combat contender, or anything else, please let us know. at. Uh, yeah, you can email us at letstalkaboutstuffpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LTASpod. Uh-huh. You, you can find Steven, that's me, on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. That's right. And you can follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. I guess.
so yeah, that's pretty much it for me to Brent. Anything else for you today? Nope. No, I think that's going to be it. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. Let's talk later. Have a great Stevening. I was very entertained. <laughs>just like that hidden pickle when you said that i was like froze i was like <laughs> i have a line i have a line brent brentertains oh god i really did forget that's my bad. that's okay it happens um and in honor of the 69th episode Uh-oh. i say the sink word is crotches <laughs> that's a good one yeah. That's a good one. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so crotches on three. One, two, three. Crotches. crotches. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't uh, stretch it out. as. Oh, man, Brent's got his neck going. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Mm. Uh, Tad, Tad Stones? What was it? It froze, and then I all I got was, what was it? <laughs> uh, yeah, so speaking of uh, of younger, um, wait, that's not a good segue at all. No. But, uh, I'm thinking back on it, I'm pretty disappointed in myself. <laughs> so I was almost a little hesitant to watch it. Like, I wasn't as excited because people hadn't been talking about it. So I was like, well, maybe it's not as good, or... It's kind of a, a, a faulty, you know, sequel or whatever, but uh, I'm glad to hear that you guys liked it. And and also, like, I'm curious, like, uh, didn't we talk before about The Staircase? Uh, didn't you guys watch The Staircase? Can you hear me? Oh, I can't hear you. You can't hear <laughs> <laughs> That whole time? Can you steal that? One sec. This is... Frozen. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard everything though, so Okay. So and uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Hey. And <laughs> on three. You need to be like <laughs> one, two, three. Wait, wait. <laughs> you need to be like twirling a mustache. <laughs> what is that I spy? Is that the crotch? <laughs> oh, fuck. Ah. Mm. So, hey, you know what? If anything, we're going to have some decent outtakes. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. This is good. <clears throat> oh, uh, I guess we need to sink. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Oh, I get lost in the crotch forest there yeah. for, uh, oh, for yeah, a minute. Oh, happens. Okay. Got to try that. <laughs> So, <laughs> wasn't that a uh, wasn't that a Black Eyed Peas song? Got to trim that. Got to trim that. Got to trim, 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 trim. That crotch forest. That crotch forest. <laughs> run, crotch forest, run. Oh boy. Hmm. Uh. All right, you want to count us down? Yeah, let us sink. All right. Sink on three. One, two, three. Crotches. Crotches. Excellent. Crotches.
I thought, yeah. Was it crotches? Yep. Pretty, uh, Crotch? Crotches. Yeah, I think so. I feel like a, a, a human who has just learned a, a foreign word that is trying to uh, um, figure it out. It's like, yeah, limit, limit, lime it, limit. <laughs> Do you remember that from Black Sheep? Do you ever watch that movie? No. <laughs> I've seen it, but I don't, I don't remember that. There's a part where like, uh, they're driving this like, badass car and it has nitrous in it, and it gets like, messed up, and it like, starts pouring into the compartment, and so they get high, and a cop pulls them over. And they pull over, and the cop's like, uh, "Do you realize where you pulled over?" And they're like, "Yeah, we pulled over to the shoulder." And they're like, "They're like in the median of a highway, like instead of the, <laughs> instead of the right side, they went to the left." <laughs> but they're high, and so they're trying to talk to him. And they're like, "That's a weird word. Limit, speed limit, <laughs> limit, lime it." And that's always like st- that movie's terrible. I don't remember it being very good. Like it's definitely you know like uh, I can't think of what it's called Tommy Boy or whatever you know. It's like, yeah, I was gonna there's say no Tommy Boy, but mm-hmm. but it has some moments. So that's why this always they stuck tried. Out to me. Yeah. I tried to make it Tommy Boy again. Yeah, they tried to you know? say magic didn't work quite well, but. I got it, guys. I'm not gonna die. Uh, and scene.